Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we will be talking about tourism on the north coast of Oregon. And we'll talk about the entire coast of Oregon and, in fact, the state of Oregon a little bit, too. Um, There's a community forum on tourism coming up next week. We'll find out more about what's happening on the north coast of Oregon, specifically from my guests. Nan Devlin is the executive director of Tillamook Coast Visitors Association. She's the network manager for the North Coast Tourism Management Network. And she's a co-founder of the North Coast Food Trail. Good morning, Nan. Good morning. Happy you're here today. Was Thank it a you. beautiful drive up? Yes, gorgeous. Oh, so <laughs> lucky. It's a beautiful spring day. The birds are singing. Yes. Spring is coming. Um, and we have David Reed. David is the executive director of the Astoria Warrington Chamber of Commerce and much beloved in this community. Good morning, David. Good morning. Um, before we begin talking about uh, tourism um, on the north coast of Oregon, uh, let's have each of you please talk a little bit about yourselves and give us some background. So, Nan, please tell us about yourself. Well, sure. Um, I am a fifth-generation Oregonian. I spent um, all my summers in Klatskanai and Lincoln City, where my grandfather had a cabin in Lincoln City. And then when we were six months into summer after being there, then we'd come up to Klatskanai and stay at my grandparents' farm, my aunt and uncle's farm, and my great aunt and uncle's farm. So I spent most of my childhood up here. But I'm uh, a city girl, Portland, and I moved down here about five and a half years ago, almost, uh, to take on the uh, position with uh, Tillamook Coast Visitors Association. And it was the first time that Tillamook County had an organized tourism um, effort. And um, yeah, I'm their first director. All right. And and what were you doing in Portland? You were away from, from the coast for a little bit? Yeah. So uh, I spent 20 years in high tech. I spent about five, six years in um, medical, uh, like medicine um, marketing. And then um, I went back to graduate school at a very late age and got a master's in tourism administration from the George Washington University, where I taught. Um, after I graduated, they asked me to stay and teach a couple years. And then I did a, an online hospitality management graduate program and taught that and did consulting. And my specialty was rural and maritime area tourism. So this is my dream job, right? The perfect yeah. fit. Yeah. <laughs> your background. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. And we'll find out more about your organization in a minute. But now sure. that's, that's really interesting to know. And David, let's hear about David Reed, please. Um, I am a newbie. I'm, I'm an ABC, an Astorian by choice. Um, <laughs> my wife and I moved here in 2002, um, really in a very reckless and silly manner. Um, <laughs> I came home from work one day. We were living in Phoenix. It was 118 degrees. And my wife was looking at a computer screen. And she looked at me and said, I don't want to be here one more day. And I said, great, where are we going? And she said, there. And there was a picture of a house in Astoria, Oregon, a town that neither of us had ever been to, in a state that neither of us had ever been to. Um, And so that was a Wednesday night. Friday morning, we got on a plane. Um, And six weeks later, we bought our our house here and and moved to the area. Absolutely the stupidest thing we've ever done, and it paid off so well. (laughs) Love this place. We were looking for community, and we found it. Um, And so I was able to bring my job with me at the time. Um, we volunteered at everything just to kind of learn the area. And, um, I started volunteering with the chamber and getting involved in that because to me, it felt like the place where all the things that I loved about the area met. 
um, where commerce, where um, where you know visitors, where um, you know everything that everything that we really liked about the place was was meeting at the chamber, and so I got a, got a great insight by volunteering there. And then a few years ago, when uh, longtime director Skip Hockey uh, decided he was going to retire, um, I had always sort of coveted the job, but I didn't figure that it was for me because I was new and I hadn't grown up here. And Skip asked me if I would consider taking the job. And uh, I told him I would. And a year later, when he retired, I was uh, selected the executive director. And it is, as as Nan said with her job, this is my dream job. This is absolutely where I want to be. Yeah. And you've been the executive director for? Just under two years. Uh-huh. I started April 2nd, 2018. Right. And I would say that there are different kinds of, of, of new. Because you there are people who move here, and then they're not involved in volunteering or the community. And so years can pass, and they really don't know what's happening, or, or, or you know, in the community. You and Lisa, who owns Lucy's Books, you jumped right in. You started to volunteer, so you know this community. You're part of the fabric of it, and that's what's so great is that Astoria and and I think all of these small towns, you know, on the Oregon coast and and hopefully everywhere, really. If you are willing to come in and to donate your time and energy and expertise to worthy nonprofits and to really um, be a member of the community, then you are very welcomed, and then you get to know it, right. which is what you did. So you're very well qualified for the so job. It sounds so generous when you say it like that, but the <laughs> truth is that's that's the real bonus of living here. It's the chance mm-hmm. that the, the chance that you get to actually get involved yes. in things and learn things and and meet people and 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 become part of the community. That's a that's a privilege. That's not a. I agree. That's not a gift. I agree. I had a, a friend, uh, two friends, come from over and stay the weekend with me, and from Portland came over, and it was during Crave the Coast event, and so they took part in all the all the activities of Crave the Coast, and when they were getting ready to go back to Portland on Sunday, they said. Nan, you've gained something that I realize, Ken, my friend said, I really want what you've gained. And I said, what's that? He says, a sense of community. Mm-hmm. He said, it's really strong here. And I said, yes, and there's so many chances to get involved. It's true. And we know that being of service is, is good for our health, actually. I mean, certainly one can become overextended. I mean, I, I used to think, I, I don't know, I thought David had many clones because I always saw him everywhere. He was volunteering everywhere, so you were heroic. So, um, But if you can, you can find something that works for you to be part of, of community for sure. Um, well, let's talk about the organizations that you work with and represent and what they do, because we're going to circle back to tourism and all of that, but um, because it's all part of it. So, Nan, tell us about the um, tourism in Tillamook County. Sure. So we're actually behind the times. Um, most of every place on the coast, uh, along the Oregon coast, had been promoting tourism for decades. Uh, Lincoln City was promoting it in the 50s. Um, Tillamook County was a bit behind, and in fact, what inspired it was the uh, implementation of a lodging tax in 2014. So they had money that had to be used to be uh, either tourism facilities or tourism promotion. So my job was to make sure that there was economic vitality year-round and not just during the peak season. So we looked at um, how to grow um, all the off-season, fall, winter, spring, and we've been successful at that. We've grown it like 125% in the last fo- uh, four or five years. But it's really also about sustainable tourism, and we throw that term around a lot, but uh, sustainable tourism is about um, 
people, place, and profit. It's the three P's. And the place is your environment, the people, is it, it does it benefit the community? And profit, is it, does it increase economic vitality? So if you can't answer those three questions, yes, then it's not sustainable tourism. So that's what we drives our uh, investments and in community development, business development, destination management. And yes, we do some promotion, but it's in the off season. And actually, because, um, I mean, we'll talk about a little bit about infrastructure because um, the coast, the Oregon coast itself is very different. I mean, the North Coast has a lot of tourism. The Central Coast has a, a good amount of tourism as well. The South Coast does not have the infrastructure, as much infrastructure to welcome tourists. And uh, they are working on that because they want that economic um, uh, development there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Tillamook was known, of course, for the Tillamook Cheese Factory. You know, right. that's that's the famous thing. And isn't that like the number one most visited place on the coast? Well, I it might be. I haven't seen the numbers yet for mm-hmm. 2019, but I I know that they have reported that they saw a million and a half visitors just at the Creamery. So I wouldn't doubt that it's like probably close to number one in the state. And in terms of infrastructure, you have a lot of campgrounds. You have a lot of camp camping we in do. County. We do. Um, there's a lot more infrastructure we need, though. We we are a perfect place to go kayaking, but we have very few kayak launch areas, and we need that built up. We're getting um, our trails um, built up, and we're going to do a whole online um, site for trailhead um access and where people can go hiking and and at what level of hiking that is we're working on that now we have you know our land use laws in in Tillamook prevent over capacity they prevent uh, commercial development because so much of it is farmland so we don't have the land to build a ton of hotels for instance so we need to um, take advantage of what we do have and try to help manage that and control that. And you have created events for people to attend from uh, all over the state and from the coast. So why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things, because it's been you've been very innovative. And I know that there have been some struggles there with a lot of um, folks in Tillamook County saying we don't want tourism we we think there's 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 too much tourism in other places we don't want to become a tourist town we're a farming community mm-hmm. and so you've had to walk that line mm-hmm. and try to figure all that out so how is that working and and tell us about some of the events that you've created sure so uh, first a lot when people say they don't want tourism it's off often a reaction to the summer tourism uh, numbers because it can get pretty pretty busy in July and August and probably through mid-September when kids go back to school. So that's why we promote uh, and try to build out the off-season. But our events, which are in the off-season, one is uh, com- coming up this year. It's the third annual Beer and Cheese Festival where we pair beer makers with cheese makers. And it's a fundraiser for Food Roots, which is very much like the food web here in Astoria. And then we do um, in late September, last September, last Saturday of September, we do Crave the Coast, which is a celebration of the North Coast bounty. So uh, vendors and sh- and farmers and fishers all come to this one event, and people can come in and 
buy their products and learn about them, and it's been extremely successful. We've had 800 people come each year, and we expect more this year. And agritourism has been something you've been focusing on. Yes. We focus on outdoor recreation and education, culinary agritourism, and cultural heritage, and all that's under the umbrella of environmental stewardship. And the North Coast Food Trail. Yes. Yes. North Coast Food Trail. Big deal. Yeah. Astoria is going to join next year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, David, (laughs) let's hear about the Astoria Warrington Chamber of Commerce. Sure. Um, The Chamber of Commerce has been around actually since 1873, one of the oldest institutions in town. Um, And we were the Astoria Chamber of Commerce. I didn't have much in the way of of tourism at the time or any responsibility that way. Uh, Sometime, I want to say about 45 years ago, so I will. About 45 years ago, um, we merged with the Warrenton Chamber and became the Astoria Warrenton Area Chamber of Commerce. Um, we also have we're basically three entities. So we have a Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce is self-funded. We are funded by our membership dues, by sponsorship, and by the events that we throw every year. We do under contract with the city of Astoria and the city of Warrenton. And we see fifteen to 20,000 people a year through our visitor center and direct them to businesses and to locations and trails and, and whatever whatever it is that they need around the area. And they can pick up guidebooks and Correct. maps yes. and everything. Exactly, exactly. So it's a, the highlighter yellow building on the, uh, on the west end of town. Um, and then the third component is the Lower Columbia Tourism Committee. And that is uh, basically an independent committee for whom we are the fiduciary um, and we are permanent members. And that committee is dedicated towards um, marketing the area, um, again, in the off-season and in the shoulder season to try to try to encourage year-round participation. Um, but it also is responsible for um, making sure that we're, that we're sending the right messages, right, so that when people come here, um, they are respectful of the, of the area, that they are enjoying everything that we have to have to offer here, that they are, are participating participating well. And that might include business travel, it might include off-season travel, it might include even on-season things as long as we're, you know, um, we're careful as to as to what we're what we're promoting. And David, don't you you have an event? I mean, the chamber, of course, has many events people know mm-hmm. about. So you have an event actually coming up. We this have an week? event this weekend. It's um, called um, it's called Unwind, and it's it's an offshoot of our uh, um, Astoria Warrington Crab Seafood and Wine Festival, which happens every April. It'll be April twenty fourth through twenty sixth this year. And every year we have a wine competition before that. So we have professional uh, wine tasters come in, and they'll they'll evaluate all the wines from the from the um, event, from the from the seafood festival, and they will choose their winners in each category and, and basically rank the wines. Um, so at the end of that, we found that we had a bunch of open bottles of wine, um, and and uh, and so we've opened up this event to the public, and you can come along and you can sample those same wines, and you can make your own decision. You can interact with the judges and hear what to what to look for and and, and what to enjoy. It's catered this year by Silver Salmon, so it'll be a really nice event. And we do that in the McTavish and the Paulson Pavilion at the Liberty Theater. All right, and if people want more information, they can go to your website. You can go to oldoregon.com. Right. Yes. Oldoregon.com if you want to find out more about Estuary Warrington um, Area Chamber of Event. Uh, Chamber uh, of Commerce events and Nan, what's your website? Tillamookcoast.com. 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 Perfect. Mm-hmm. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. Today I have Nan Devlin in the studio. She's the executive director of the Tillamook Coast Visitors Association, the network manager of the North Coast Tourism Management Network. 
which is new, and we're going to be talking about that next, um, and the co-founder of the North Coast Food Trail. Uh, David Reed is also here in the studio. He's the executive director of the Astoria Warrington Chamber of Commerce. So tourism is a pretty hot topic these days. I and mean, there's, there's, there, there are now terms called, there's a term that people are just hearing about now called over-tourism. And we see what's happening in Europe when Venice is limiting numbers of people who can come to their city and cruise ships and all of that. Um, and in fact, tourism is such a hot topic that Oregon Humanities now has a curated discussion about tourism, like, you know, sharing versus protecting, uh, you know, what is it, what does it all look like? And so Travel Oregon, which is the state tourism agent, uh, state tourism commission, um, agency has been a marketing organization. That's what there's been a big shift. Um, Nan, what's the big shift um, with Travel Oregon, and let's talk about the Gorge and then North Coast Tourism Management Network because that all kind of flows from that first. Sure. So um, traditional marketing has always been, there's a term for it, it's called heads and beds. And so you just need to fill those hotel rooms. And that's still quite uh, common, uh, especially across the United States. But in the last few years, uh, with so much tourism, I mean, tourism has just skyrocketed everywhere in the world. What we're concerned about here is, is tourism going to do something that uh, affects our communities, makes it less desirable to be here? And we don't want that to happen. We all live here. David and I live here. Donna, you live here. We, we don't want that to happen. So the shift is from destination marketing to destination management. And just like forestry is managed and fisheries are managed, tourism needs to be managed. And um, that's what Travel Oregon is helping everyone in the state do, is to make that shift. And so they funded, um, gave a lot of funding to their destination development division. And they've been working uh, with us for the last... Uh, three years to become management, destination management organizations. And we were all ready for it. And many of us were already doing that. But now we've got um, everybody's kind of refocusing their strategies to just say, what can we do with people while they're here that they will learn about our place, respect our place, and come back uh, as a uh, kind of an honorary local with the caring for our community that we have. Right. In our visitor center, that's that's probably the number one question. Where do the locals eat? Where do the locals go? Right. What right. you know, and, and so everybody sort of wants to feel like they're a local when they're here. So that's a that's an interesting message. Yeah. Well so so what happened um the uh, with Travel Oregon is again they were having people from Smith Rock say, stop sending us so many people, we don't have the infrastructure, we can't handle it, it's it's hurting our quality of life. And then the Columbia River Gorge reached out to Travel Oregon and said, hey, we don't have parking at Multnomah Falls. We need help. Mm-hmm. And so Travel Oregon then established this, this um, studio process, worked with the Columbia River Gorge, and was able to mitigate some of those challenges mm-hmm. with a bus that comes now from Portland. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and that's, that's an organization, the Columbia um, River Gorge um, Tourism Alliance, they just there. It's a it's a group of folks who are continuing to make a difference and manage tourism in the Columbia River Gorge. Mm-hmm. So once that happened, then Cannon Beach reached out to Travel Oregon, and that's when. Yes. Yeah, so they applied for a destination management studio, 
and this was about two and a half years ago. Cannon Beach did. Cannon mm-hmm. Beach did. Um, and they said, let's, in Trouble Oregon, said, let's include all of the North Coast, so Tillamook and Clatsop counties. And since then, this collaboration has developed, um, which we, last, just, last year we named it uh, the uh, North Coast Tourism Management Network. And instead of having to deal with uh, issues of over-tourism or the possibility of having over-tourism alone, we're doing it together. So no more silos. We're working as a regional effort toward that. So, and David has been a huge part of this effort ever since the beginning. Yeah, yeah so go ahead, David. Yeah, so I was going to go take, take a step back to the to the Columbia River Gorge project. They, um, the, the, the bus is probably the most visible thing for most of us that, that it was very helpful. They also developed trailhead ambassadors. There's a whole range of things that they're doing. And they did this before the fire. And because they were collaborating, because they had an infrastructure, because they had a group of people who were talking to each other and working together, that really mitigated some of the really horrible economic damage that, that happened from that, that fire. And it's, it's, it's really a lot easier to already be talking before something happens. You bet. I agree. So, Nan, who, who, uh, who is North Coast Tourism Management Network? I mean, it's, it's, it's people from chambers and attractions. And, and who are they and what is the mission? Um, so the mission is to um, be be the leaders of destination management and also to mitigate issues in order to prevent over-tourism. We envision a, um, a healthy tourism industry that is just as vital to the area as fishing or, or timber or... Um, food production, which is huge here on the North Coast, and to uh, help, as, as, and as David is working on this project, to help make sure that people understand that tourism is here to stay. It's always been here, but it's here to stay, and it brings a lot of benefits uh, to the community. And that now we must be proactive yes. to work with the challenges yes. from the higher visitation numbers. Right. Right. Yeah, you start with start with the fact that you want to have a great place to live, um, and you need to be able to share it with with other people um, in a way that, that doesn't damage your um, enjoying living there yourself. Exactly, and there are some action teams. You've got a transportation yes. team. Mm-hmm. You want to just right. briefly touch on those, and then we should talk about the community forum. Sure. So first of all, the network um, is from as includes people from Astoria to Nesquen. So all of Clatsop and Tillamook counties. And our core team consists of people from uh, Astoria Warrington, David here, uh, the city of Seaside, Canna Beach Chamber, um, city of Manzanita, um, of course, Tillamook Coast Visitors Association, um, many, many organizations. Oregon Coast Visitors Association. Oregon Coast Visitors Association is also quite involved. And um, it's like, how do we put our heads together and what kind of impact can we have? So the action teams include transportation options, um, beach and trailhead ambassadors, and all of those. And there's a environmental stewardship where we'll get signage and information out about how to care for our coast. And then the value of tourism, phase two will also include cultural heritage, and um, the, the food business. Food so trip. now, since we only have about eight minutes left, let's jump into 
Monday, March 9th, mm-hmm. 10.30 to 2.30, McMinimins, Gearhart, the North Coast Tourism Management Network uh, Community Forum. Right. What is that about? And can people still go to Eventbrite and get tickets, even though there is no no charge? We just have a few tickets left, though, I think, right? Right. That's for that's for your free lunch. We have to have a head count. Oh, okay. so yes. you register. Right. So it is at uh, McManaman's Gerhardt Hotel. And this is about uh, getting the community uh, informed about the, our action teams and, and what our goals are and our vision, but also to um, get them involved. How would you like to take part in this and help? our communities manage tourism and that is the big that's really the big ask please get involved because people can complain and say i don't like this and all that or or we don't i want some tourism but not too much and how do we do that so but tourism affects everything it's it's everywhere and so i think it's important for community members to be engaged and be part of the conversation right exactly and and that's that you you mentioned the the action groups, um, the environmental stewardship, all kinds of people are involved in this. Whether they are actually in a, a, a job that 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 is affected by this or is, is obviously affected by it, or whether they're citizens who have a concern, um, but it is it is a, a a tool for people to be able to have their say and actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. Environmental stewardship really important, and not just for our visitors, but also for all locals too. It's an right. opportunity to educate everyone. It it really is, and um, you know we 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 live like I said before. We live here. We want to make sure that we protect this place. We love it, just like our visitors love it. And this network is is a way to get involved and to have your voice heard, but also to help us take action. Right. There will be some presentations by some travel organ professional, destination management people. Um, there will be, um, Mac Burns is going to give a little mm-hmm. uh, brief uh, talk. And I think there will be some um, important discussions about uh, this new campaign that Travel Organs launched, which is Take Care Out There, Stewardship Messaging, yep. and uh, and Ambassadors. And I think there will be some conversation because if, if indeed you, we have to begin limiting tourism in order to protect quality of life, sense of play, character of a place, all of those things, then who gets access and how is that figured out? So if you want to be part of this, then uh, you need to go to Eventbrite and Google North Coast Tourism Management Network, Eventbrite, and uh, and sign up. It's almost full. Um, and, uh, and be part of this conversation and help uh, manage tourism on the North Coast. Right. Right. And if you can't be there, or if you're there, all the tickets are sold out by the time you go, let Nan or I know that you would like information on future um, upcoming things, or that you have an opinion on something. Um, this is this is meant to be open to to everybody who lives here. And it's for the long term, because yes. I mean, we know there are places which have not managed tourism well. I mean, you hear unfortunate stories about Moab and 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 you know the artists. Everyone had to move, whatever. And um, so that's why this is being proactive and saying right. we know there are issues with tourism. We know there are some great things, and we know there are some real challenges. And we're trying to have that right. conversation right. to figure and out. And what we know we can that do. there's growth coming, whether we seek it out or not. Right? The number of people in the middle class worldwide is growing. And middle class are largely the people who travel, especially to our area. So um, if we did nothing, if we just turned out the lights on, on any 
promotion um, and, and marketing, we would still have more people next year than we have this year. Mm -hmm. So given that, how do we make the most of that and, and, and minimize the, the negative impacts of that? Exactly. Um, yes, because the Oregon coast is the people's coast. It's open to everyone. Yes. And, but how we, however, we want to protect our, our tide pools and all of those right. things and not, right. have, not be overwhelmed. So right. uh, we just have a couple minutes left. Any last things you'd like to say, Nan? Well, um, yeah, and I, and I think the shift to from destination marketing to destination management is, is something that it actually started in Europe about 20 years ago. And the U.S. is now starting to see the impact of our over-tourism in some places. So I'm so glad that we're, we're ahead of the game on this and that we're working together to mitigate any issues. Oh, right. Thank you so much, Nan. David. Sure. Um, the, the, the idea of collaboration, of working together, is, is sensible in terms of just, just resources and, and, and you know, ideas and, and things like that. But it's also sensible economically because the longer a person stays or a, a group stays, the more nights in, in hotels or campgrounds, um, the bigger the economic impact and the less impact there is on the road. Right, because you have fewer fewer right. cars here and, and, and people spending more money. So right. given that this is an industry that exists here, we want it to be as as fruitful as it can be for the people who work in it, for the people who benefit from it. And don't forget, everybody, that you are a tourist, too. Somewhere you go, you are a tourist. So. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Conscious, right. conscious tourism. Right, so mm -hmm. learn to be a How good How do we one. do that? Exactly. Thank you both so much for being here, Nan and David. And you can reach out to Nan at the Tillamook Coast Visitors Association or David at the uh, Estuary Warrington Chamber of Commerce. If you have questions, ideas, thoughts, want to be involved with the North Coast Tourism Management Network. And my gratitude to Dylan Halzershock for being the amazing engineer and human being he is. And um, and also uh, much thanks to talented uh, local banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Until next week, let's all take a moment together to take a very deep breath. It is so good for body, mind, and spirit. And then... With gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be things that aren't going well, but focus on the things that are with gratitude. And then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, for being the only one, and for existing in this now moment on the amazing planet we call Earth.